option this week at PetSmart. Yeah, so, and Russian blues are, are pretty common, but usually they're mixed. What does a Russian a, blue look like? I have to... It's like a charcoal, like a pale charcoal color. I love that. I cute. Oh, yeah, they're cute. Oh, their ears are adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just in case so you cute. hadn't guessed, this is Scary <laughs> Stories from Camp Roanoke. <laughs> It's a paranormal podcast where we tell each other true scary stories. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And um, and I want a cat. So that's, <laughs> and Morgan shit. is an expert. So um, been a proud cat lady for many, many years, years, as many long years. as I've known her. Yeah, and I've known her since second, third grade. And I've never been able to have a cat because everyone around me is always allergic. And now that I finally live out on my own in New York with my boyfriend, uh, he's also allergic. So tr- trying to... I, how? When was the last time he was around a cat and had a reaction? Like He just... So he's he been in like... He might out of it. He's... Okay. Sometimes you grow out of... I don't know if that's how cat allergies work, but sometimes you just... Like, I used to be allergic to eating too many strawberries. I'd break out in hives. God. Yeah, strange, specific, but... I, I, I grew up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I want a cat, and I've been researching hypoallergenic cats, but a lot of those start at twelve hundred dollars a kitten. Ugh, I found this website called like Siberian Kitten Angels NYC, and they're like, we love each of our baby angel kittens so much that we want them to grow into the the angels to love your family so we start with two sprinkles of affection and and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) talking about these animals like they're literally from god which i mean who am i to say they're not they're certainly adorable but it's Mm -hmm. like it was just some strange language and i was like i believe that you're not abusing these animals but this (laughs) language is very weird yeah those websites for adopting specific breeds get Kind of into themselves. Yes. Like, who... I Okay, well, actually, now I get it. Because there are some cats that are super fucking awesome and weird looking, and you really want them. Uh, have you heard right. of a La Perm? No. Is that a French perm? Uh, <laughs> Did I tell of. you I It's a cat that has curly hair. La Perm. I wrote La Perm like it was a French word. Oh, it's just one word. <gasps> Whoa. It's like... A cat terrier. <laughs> it is. And it doesn't like, it doesn't, it's hypoallergenic. Uh, and I don't it think it like sheds. It like it needs a combing. <laughs> exactly. They just have these like shaggy little like, like jerry curled yeah. coats. And there's of course the Sphinx, which is hairless. Uh, the Cornish Rex. The Balinese, the Siamese. It's so much. I know a lot about cat breeds right now. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. Have you seen a munchkin cat? Oh, uh, yes, I've seen a munchkin uh, cat. <laughs> the only thing I think about when I think of those cats is uh, the movie The Brothers Grimm, which is on Netflix, so now none of you have an excuse not to watch it. Uh, and and he, one of them, like, kicked a munchkin cat into, like, a torture chamber, like, spinning blade thing, and it just got, like, completely annihilated. <laughs> And then, like, a piece of it, like, flicked off onto, like, the French general's face. And then before, like, his attendant cleaned it off, he, like, tasted it and was like, mmm. So, unfortunately, that's what? really my only context for munchkin what? cats. Just, like, them as, like, bags of meat. Oh, oh, oh. 
wait, no. <laughs> but honestly, they've been bred to be like so small. They probably, Ian was saying they're probably just like filled with like sawdust or like ground meat. Like we don't know what's in there. <laughs> How is that a functioning animal? Anyway, this is a paranormal podcast. <laughs> uh, there probably are cat podcasts. I know that there are, but this isn't it yet. So next, I'm going to next week <laughs> <laughs> for our transition into our final form. Weather Scary cats. stories from boarding Camp house Roanoke. <laughs> for we cats. got bought out. <laughs> acquired. Pardon me. <laughs> we were acquired by <laughs> a Long Island cattery. Uh, <laughs> we have to mention 10 different kinds of hypoallergenic cats per episode now. That'd be impressive. Russian blue. Just going to put that one out there because I <laughs> named quite a few others, but it has nothing to do with that we were acquired. <laughs> so I'm going to read you a story that was sent to us. <gasps> Thank by... God. Okay. Now, do you remember many moons ago? I remember probably all last, of them very probably vividly. last week, though. Okay. okay. Um... I mentioned to you that like an archaeologist liked or commented or said something and I was okay. like, good to have science on our side or something. Yeah. Did I mention yeah. that? I'm, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Because we get a lot of messages, honestly. And um, a lot of them I just internally absorb and never tell Morgan about. That's fine. Because I am in charge of social media. So if you reach out, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> You can never get to Morgan. She's too delicate for you. I'm untouchable. Exactly. (laughs) Keep her in the ivory tower, away from all of you, from the dirty hands of the peasants. Anyway, we love you guys. And uh, so glad that uh, that man sent uh, sent us a a spooky story. So I'm going to read it. Yes. Hello, Morgan and Katie. I'm not here to sing praises about your well-done British accents or your constant tangents that are, quite frankly, very amusing and needed. Oh, what? Stop. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I would love to just read a very like... long story about how nice <laughs> and good we are. The listener story is just a compliment. <laughs> Allow me to begin with your first episode and my initial reaction. Loved, loved, loved. Um, we do respond very well to flattery. So if you mm-hmm. want to get your story picked... That's get some hefty compliments in there, and <laughs> I probably won't even read the rest. I'll just be like, "Yep, that's in the in yep. pile. We're doing that." <laughs> um, although I do love that he said constant tangents, and I was like, kind of backhanded, and then quite frankly, very amusing and needed. I was like, okay, here. It also appeals back- to the math lover in me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mm, tangents. <laughs> Yeah. I want to do the Homer Simpson, the... You know, the, like, thing. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, I'm here to weave a story that I experienced as a teenager. A little background. As a kid, I was picked on in elementary school up to college for being a macabre child who enjoyed ghosts but not horror movies. While I was a firm believer from a young age, I was also scientifically inclined to believe it is all in one's head. I will not give my name or my friend's names within this account, but it is the only time I have ever actually had an encounter with something that I cannot fully explain away, as is the norm in your podcast, Let Me Set the Scene. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy! 
scene setting. Oh my god. The day was a warm one. But I didn't care because it was a nice warm August day in upstate New York. At the time of this event, I was five feet, a bit on the chubby side, with brown hair, brown eyes, and thick glasses. The day was spent at my friend's house making videos, goofing off on the trampoline, and exploring a cornfield near his house. Oh. We will call my friend Josh, who was at the time about the same height, black shoulder-length hair, brown eyes, thin, possibly going through a goth phase, so... Ooh. We, we've established these friends. I love, I love the visuals. Mm, short loners. No, you, you're fine. I mean, we were kind of loners, but Morgan was never short. Yeah. <laughs> like fifth grade, I was like, "Hello, I'm six foot and uncomfortable." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have risen above you all, and I hate it. <laughs> I have risen enough to hide within myself. <laughs> one of the only friends I had at the time that believed in what I considered was paranormal. Aside from his physical description, he was and is a good friend all these years later. Aw. Hey, don't rag on a goth phase. I should have had one. I don't know why how I avoided that. I think it was musical theater awesome. that stopped me. Okay. We'd been outside all day as it was a weekend and we had nothing else to do except play video games, but it was so nice outside. I think it was that day that we made a Sasquatch video where I was a Sasquatch and Josh had to find me. Love we loved that. making strange videos, which probably discredits me a bit, my, but I maintain that all the events that happened in the story actually occurred. He lived on a newly constructed farm in the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere! <laughs> in Nowheresville! With the closest family living about a mile down the road. Do do flash forward to the end of the day. We had completed a dinner of pizza and soda. <laughs> I don't know why. But that's the best way to phrase we ate. <laughs> I completed had- my dinner. <laughs> ha 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 The dinner had come to fruition. Uh, and we were upstairs in his room playing video games. Putting down the controller after being beaten again at Halo 3, I asked Josh if he wanted to do... When I was reading this to Ian, he went, hell yeah, (laughs) after I said Halo 3. Oh, nerds. Uh, I asked Josh if if he wanted to do a ghost hunting experiment. Another detail I should mention, Josh's family is spiritual, but not Catholic. Okay. Okay. All right, so we already know we don't like these people. (laughs) (laughs) Josh... So you're Josh going to hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we know they're demons. Um, Josh agreed with little hesitation and we grabbed a recorder he had swiped from his parents' room. Uh, oh, question mark. No. Why do your parents uh, have a recorder in their the room? Answer, Katie. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Also, recorders at that time were not great quality. Who the fuck? Okay, no, best. we're not going to talk about Josh's parents. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual doing their little rituals with their recorders in their bedroom doing god knows their what pagan rituals disgusting making sure the recorder was blank we made our way oh god yeah i bet you did uh we made our way into josh's older sister's room 
His sister's room was across the landing <laughs> to the right. His older sister had always scared me because oh. of her goth appearance and because she was quite older than Josh and myself. <laughs> yeah, At that age as a boy, yeah. I think a woman of a certain age is just terrifying. And then you add to the fact that she probably had like a pentagram necklace and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, I love that. Carissa is fucking terrifying. <laughs> and she's got like a secret hidden Jonas Brother poster like behind her door. <laughs> It's got like Ozzy Osbourne and she like lifts up the bottom and she's like, I love you, Joe. (laughs) She's just got like a wall of tiger beat posters (laughs) that she's got covered with like some satanic tapestry. Oh, I love it. Satanic tapestry. It's the name of our new band. (gasps) So the, uh, the older sister was away at college but had been involved in some Ouija board antics and black magic rituals in the past. And I casually thought nothing was going to happen. What? How did she get access to the? What, what kind of darkness is she meddling in? Yeah, I understand the goth phase, but that's that's a step up. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like who gave you the black though? magic? <laughs> <laughs> who did this? Who was your sensei in this? Because how the fuck? But I guess like the internet was around, so yeah. you know anybody. The hallway was dark, and we made our way to her room, opening the door and leaving the lights off like we'd seen before in our ghost hunting, in other ghost hunting shows. Mind you, this was in the early 2000s, and we loved ghost hunters on sci-fi. Me too! Uh, The setup of her room was pretty bare, with a poster board bed, an older dresser with a large mirror, and a sliding door closet with some leftover clothes. We began asking some questions and decided to put a recorder down with a creepy-ass teddy bear plush doll like you find in a dollar store after Valentine's Day. The toy had a press button that said, I love you, (laughs) but was otherwise just a trashy doll. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Otherwise, it was trashy, but it had a real classy personal (laughs) message. This really did it. I would have set a blaze to the creature if it had not uh, made itself useful to me with that heartfelt uh, personal sentiment. I'm done with this joke. After asking a few, after asking a few more que- <laughs> after asking a few more questions, I'm we not made done our with way. The joke. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We can continue now. <laughs> after asking a few more questions, we made our way out of the room. And shut the door behind us. Going back to our game, we chose to play Gears of War 2 or 3. And I think Ian said it was probably 2. And completely ignore... Ian is not as much of a nerd as I'm making him out to be. But also, yes, he is. And he's probably playing video games right now behind me. Um, I had the time. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, were you playing Gears of War? No. No. I, I was probably playing Fallout or that Asian um, graffiti rollerblading gang game. You mean Jet Set Future Radio? Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I went to sleep last night thinking about the song. Or like one of the songs. I was like, yeah, this is a funky way to go to sleep. <laughs> I was in like a restaurant or a club or something. And I heard, I overheard this music just turns, turns me on. On. And I was like, whoa, that's the same sample they used in Jet Set Future Radio. That's funky as and hell. It really is. Okay. Uh, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And it completely ignored ghost hunting for about three hours. After getting thoroughly beaten again by Josh and his game rage, we decided to check on the recording. 
Checking to make sure no one else was awake, we made our way back to the room. Grabbing up the recorder, we laughed off the oppressive feeling in the room and went back to Josh's room. (laughs) That was our middle school experience. (laughs) Laughing off the oppressive feeling in the room. (laughs) Coming into his room again, he jokingly said... If we really catch anything, then I'm gonna freak sh- freak out. Uh-huh. Wait, is no, it that's is it like true. a video recorder or just an audio recorder? Audio recorder. Oh, I thought it was a video recorder. Nine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Why did your parents? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I thought it was a sex thing because it was a video recorder, but that's a bit different. I mean, it could still it be could a still sex be, thing, but it's why. <laughs> sorry yes now i'm on track um so he attached the recording this is me katie talking um (gasps) and and i have it but it's very it's really difficult to make out i can play it for you but don't be okay alarmed if you can't really get anything from it. <gasps> I I heard it. I that was a light voice. Like a, a child, like, <laughs> what did it say anything or was it? So he says, okay, he said, now that you've listened to it, I can say that I was clearly shocked by this. What I can tell, there are a few little bits and at no time were we shaking or knocking on anything. There is a conversation halfway through that goes as follows. Older lady, did you make it? Younger girl, I hate you. At the end, there is a little girl's voice that said, hi. I bounced back to Josh and I listening to it. He freaked out and started yelling and running around the house. (laughs) A normal reaction. Get a grip, Josh. (laughs) We were not calm and not collected. His yelling woke up his parents and his little sister on the first floor. (laughs) What the fuck, Josh? Josh, come on, man. Who were none too happy that he woke them up. We met with his disgruntled parents and freaked out sister and found out the following. His old house was actually haunted and never had mentioned it to Josh. And no one had mentioned it to Josh, I would say. I don't think the house is responsible for mentioning to you that it's haunted. Although it'll find a way. All these years later, Josh remembers seeing a little boy in the bathroom mirror. Something under his bed at night. Oh, fuck. It's horrible when there's actually something under your bed and dark shadows in the yeah and dark shadows in the hallway he's very sensitive to the paranormal and has on many occasions seen and heard things he could not explain the event ends with josh and i freaked out and pretty scared to go back to bed but it happened and we woke up groggy the next morning the recording is sadly grainy and not good quality because because it is a recording of the original recording. Oh, okay. Before you label this a hoax, uh, LOL, uh. <laughs> as if we are eager to label any of this shit a hoax, yeah. uh, I should mention that the older recorder was originally 
We originally used refuse to play after this second playing for my recorder and later on disappeared. It was found about a month later, half melted in his dresser where he would have seen it to get his game controllers and games. What? To this day, we have not figured out what it was, but this freaked him out so much. This freaked him out so much, he made sure to lay down salt lines and cleanse the house. All said and done, I hope I can experience something visual in the future. While I haven't experienced anything similar since, I am an urban explorer and enjoy industrial sites in the Midwestern United States. Wow. It's good someone does. (laughs) Good luck. And I will end this by saying that I enjoy the podcast and it's gotten me through some rather monotonous research in the past few weeks. Keep up the good work and I look forward to more British accents and bashes on the ghost adventures. Sincerely, (laughs) ghostly archaeologist. Oh, he's so sweet. He rounded it out both ways with compliments. Yeah, and that just makes it overall perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the middle bits, but I really loved the the part where we were good. (laughs) Yeah, who cares what's in the sandwich when when the bread is a warm ciabatta? <laughs> the compliment bread. It is the kindest bread. Oh, ghostly archaeologist. Thank you so much for taking the time to organize your thoughts and to send them to us. We really appreciate it, it. And we love reading them. And as much as I joke, uh, I do, in fact... Love compliments, but I love scary stories. Yeah, and that was a good one. I'm not sure I can say more, but par with (laughs) how much I love um, hearing about how good I am. I'm a Leo. Back off, everyone. (laughs) Anyway, um, if you have a scary story to rival Gears of War (laughs) 2 and two boys going to bed after eating pizza and soda, which is so horrifying and I... God, the past was such a mess for kids. We should all floss. Um, send your story to us at letters to camp at gmail.com, and we would love to read them. Yeah, don't be afraid that we're not going to believe you. You are haunted until proven otherwise. I believe you off the bat. Yeah. We, you are, we trust you, campers. We trust most of you. You passed the background check. Your your check went through. It didn't bounce, so we owe you that much. No. Uh, since we have a little bit of time, I wanted to do a really quick, uh, really quick little one that we got sent. Okay, yeah. Now this is more of like an ur- a, a legend, an urban legend, than like a paranormal story. But I'll I'll give you this anyway. Uh 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 uh. Hi, Katie and Morgan. Hi. First-time writer, long-time listener, my name is Olivia, and I live in a little town by the North Sea called Whitley Bay in the northeast of England. I reached out to you on Instagram a few times, and your shout-out made my day. Well, buckle the fuck up. (laughs) I thought I would send you my listener story, which, if it doesn't feature ghosts, is still creepy AF. This was the story that did the rounds in my high school. I would have been 12 to 13 when I heard this. The quickest... Oh, it begins... The quickest and cheapest method of transport in my town and nearby city of Newcastle is the metro. Fifteen years ago, when the story happened, you could ride the metro for free if you managed to avoid the inspectors, which only got on the train at random stops. Nice. One night, a girl, usually the storyteller's sister, cousin, friend from another school, 
Boarded the metro at Tinmouth. 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 <laughs> there's no fucking. There's no fucking guessing. I'm gonna Nobody guess Muth, but we're gonna see. Only looking to go a few stops and noticed three rough-looking young girls. Me, um, Katie, and friend. <laughs> sat on in a row on a bench seat the one in the middle is blankly staring at the girl okay yeah only going a few stops notice three rough looking girls sitting uh in a row on a bench that the rough looking girl in the middle i'm sorry sorry the one in the middle is blankly staring at the girl who's just got on the metro Mm -hmm. it makes her feel uncomfortable but she tries not to pay attention There are only two to three minutes between each stop, and the girl notices that the rough-looking girl in the middle is still staring her down, but the other two don't seem interested in her or even talking to their blankly staring friend or each other. At the very next station, the ticket inspectors boarded the metro and started checking tickets. The girl's ticket is checked, and the inspector says it's invalid and she needs to get off at that station. Color coats. Cooler coat? (laughs) There's, there's no way. Joseph's multicolor technicolor. The amazing technicolor <laughs> cooler coats. The amazing technicolor coats. Oh. Color coat? I've, I've no fucking idea. <laughs> I've spent my life practically researching England and I have no fucking idea how to say that shit. And give her uh, metro checking tickets, checked, inspector says it's invalid, she needs to get off at color coats and give her information in order to be fined. The girl protests but notices the three girls haven't been approached by the inspectors and a few other people are arguing with the inspectors too, thinking that she'll at least be safer on the platform in a nice area with plenty of people with phones and walkie-talkies. She agrees with the inspector and gets off the train. The inspector apologizes and says that he won't find her but needs her information to pass on to the police. They can't divulge why just yet, but it's a very serious matter and they will escort her home if necessary. Huh. The metro ticket inspectors are fully DBS checked and have monthly drug tests, so that may give you an idea of how they are seen as trustworthy people who can help you out and be trusted. The girl goes home confused, but tries not to think more about it. The next day, she gets a call from the police and is asked what time she got on the metro, if she had been drinking, if she recognized anyone, if she had been traveling with a friend, etc., etc. After asking her all these questions, the girl asks the police why she was pulled off the metro and what this was all about. The police admit that the story may be published in the local newspaper, the the color coat (laughs) gazette, Uh, uh, so it's better to be informed by them than be approached by local media. Oi, what you know about the staring rough girl on the subway? Everyone who who's listened to this episode for the first time has never heard me do British accent, and I've been complimented so many times, and they're like, well... Yep, truly inspiring there. You white. I've got it in me. Um, um, that was so good. The police admit the story. Da, 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 da. Local media. Yeah, sorry. This is the, the paragraphs are kind of difficult for me to parse. Apparently, at a metro station just outside the city center called Biker, Two young girls had chased down and strangled another young girl and tried to take her body to the coast. 
either Whitley Bay or color coats to the ticket inspector to dump her in the sea at high tide. The three young women that this girl had seen were the ones who had been caught and the one in the middle was actually dead. <gasps> That's why she was staring at her for the entire journey. The ticket inspectors had been ordered by police monitoring the biker station CCTV to go to all metro stations and evacuate passengers under the guise that their tickets were invalid so the two girls with the dead body could be picked up by the police. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm so glad you've never heard that before because that was satisfying to get a reaction Have you heard you. that before? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. In different versions, I've heard it set in the New York City MTA. Call it an urban myth or whatever, but that story has always freaked me out more than ghosts or possessions or any other paranormal shit ever has. I hope you like it, and I can't hear, wait to hear what you think. You ladies are so funny, and I love the podcast so much. I tell all my friends about it, and you brighten up my commute to work, which I always take on the metro, sometimes ah! passing the stops I've mentioned here. Oh, Lord, and the color coats. I, I'm so sorry that I don't know what the fuck, how... how oh. She's given me resources to research the accent, which I should do, but no, you're near the north. The I, there's no way for me no, to know that. Well, she's given me a way to know, but I just didn't do it. <laughs> I'm from Texas, damn it! I refuse. <laughs> Unless you enclosed an audio CD of training, I won't go the extra mile. <laughs> I'm not gonna anyway. research your language. So, was, I thought I would just throw that in as an extra little bonus because we had finished up early. Makes, and also, Olivia is wonderful and cool, and we've chit-chatted via DM. That makes my skin crawl. Not you DMing her, but the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, relax. It was just nudes. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's it, a spooky scary. story. Mm-hmm. It's a nice one. And I think it's set in like every city where there's a public transport. That's probably why I've system. never really heard it, because Houston's isn't that. <laughs> what would you? What would it's it like even be in Houston? Three like homeless I was men are sitting alone sitting... on a metro. <laughs> They're all there dead. There is no. Me- <laughs> <laughs> and that was a normal day in Houston, Texas. <laughs> and they dropped no. him off to my high school, and, and so. But the reason Houston doesn't have homeless that many homeless people is because we bust Austin. them all out. We bust them to Austin. <laughs> you're welcome, Austin. So you're a liberal city. Well, enjoy. I'm sure you'd love to help them. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's uh, true that we did that. <laughs> we still have so many homeless people. It's fine. Oh, d- uh, so many homeless people. Do you know how many crazy people I encounter on a daily oh, basis? Well, Do you know how many well, fucking you're in crazy? New York. Oh God, that's the it's capital. It's so sad. But every people. fucking time I sit on the goddamn subway, I I do a quick evaluation. I'm like, oh, it's a busy day, but that's an empty corner. Why is it empty? I'll like move over there, see that like someone is sleeping on the other side of it, or like it smells weird, and I'm like, gotta get out. Like, oh, and then like someone will just get on and start like yelling about needing money or. Someone will come on and start just, like, rambling. Like, you have to be so constantly ready to just ignore crazy people, like, a foot in front of you. It's so bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. Do you? So, yeah, I'm sh- if I went to Houston, I would just be like, what is this metropolis? <laughs> a crazy person hasn't even run up to me and accosted me and made me feel uncomfortable. And then I show up. <laughs> 
until I see Morgan again. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys know the drill. Letters to camp at gmail.com. Give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. And remember, if you want to complain about our tangents, Don't. ghostly archaeologists said they were needed. So. so. <laughs> Great. Now they're going to come for my maturity. <laughs> Go complain to our Redbubble account. <laughs> but it will ask for your um, credit card information debit card yeah. information and you will have to purchase a souvenir yeah but you can lodge all of your complaints it's in like the comment using box the after restroom you've made the purchase you have like you have to buy something to use the restroom if you want to shit all over our podcast you have to buy something first <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious but also very hurtful yeah I don't, don't i don't want <laughs> just just don't inject mm. You'd like us. We're nice. <laughs> All right. We're nice well, girls. <laughs> Send us your stories because I Please love reading them. Amazing. All right, y'all. Have a spooky night. Don't the streams of haunted things. Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>